If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, final hour of the show, Thursday edition. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Want to let you know, go subscribe to the podcast. You just heard Carol Markowitz on with us in the last half hour. She does a phenomenal podcast. Tudor Dixon will have her on again soon. She's also doing incredible work. More to be added soon to that podcast network. Obviously, you can get me and Buck broken down by the hour if you're busy. Uh, you can run right in there and be like, oh, I see they're talking about X topic. I want to dive in. I want to listen to that uh, while you work out, while you run around, uh, pick up the kids, sit in line at the carpool, wherever you might be. You can take us with you. You can even pull a Laura Travis and listen to us at twice the rate of speed with which we actually talk so that you can hear the whole show in 45 minutes, which legitimately is what my wife does. Um, she will zoom right through, uh, and uh, you can listen faster and feel like you're being super productive. Um, but several different things that I want to hit. By the way, you can also go subscribe to uh, clayandbuck.com, become a VIP. You can email directly. Producer Ali will see everything that's sent in. And uh, you also then will have the opportunity to watch us, if you so desire, for three hours of daily radio. Hello, we are waving at you right now. It is exquisite. Buck is saying hi occasionally. You might get dogs, you might get children in video. You really have no idea what might come from one moment to the next. All right, uh, several different things that are out there. We've talked about a variety of topics, but I want to hit a couple that we haven't uh, really discussed so far. And I want to start, Buck, with this ridiculous idea that Joe Biden is remaining committed to of trying to cancel, and cancel is in quotation marks, student loan debt. Uh, they sent an email to over a hundred thousand student loan borrowers and they said, Hey, uh, Santa Joe Biden has decided that he's going to cancel your student loans. Um, now this is absurd on so many different levels. And the primary one that I would start with, Buck, is 
There's no such thing as canceling student loans. The debts are there. What's really happening is, and I would encourage the media, the idea that you're using the phrase cancel student loans is a lie on its face. Uh, I would encourage anybody out there in media to start accurately reflecting what is occurring here, which is the loan repayment obligation is being shifted from the individual who took the loan out and incurred the liability to you and me and every other taxpayer in America to the tune of now, I believe the dollar figure cost on this reportedly buck is $140 billion. It's not being canceled. You and me who didn't have student debt loan debt now do, we're taking it on. And Buck, this is occurring in direct contravention of a Supreme Court ruling that said Joe Biden did not have the ability to do this with over $400 billion, which he tried to do right before the 2022 election. And if you actually respected the Supreme Court or the rule of law in this country, you wouldn't be doing what Joe Biden is doing, which is thumbing your nose at Supreme Court rulings and saying, basically, I dare the court to stop me from doing what I am doing here. I'm fired up about this, the fact the way it's covered, and the fact that it's continuing to occur. Straight out of the Obama playbook, by the way, this is what Barack Obama did many times, where he would publicly say, I don't have the power to, in order to try and uh, coerce Congress, Republicans in Congress, into doing something, and then when they would stand firm and not do what the Democrats and Obama want them to, just say, all right, well, I'm just going to do it. Remember, I got a pen and a phone. That was what Obama said, a pen and a phone, as if that was all that it took. And I think there were of 13 or 14 times the Supreme Court had to review Obama executive orders. Obama lost, I believe, 11. I mean, just absolutely uh, overreach time and time again of executive power under the Obama administration for eight years. Now, what does that have to do with Joe Biden? This is the break the glass, all bets are off, who cares strategy. The only thing that prevents Democrats from doing something in this election year is, can they pull it off? Do they have the raw power to just do it? And will it help them or hurt them politically? Principle, constitution, separation of powers, None of those things really come into the equation, and this is just a straightforward, unconstitutional buying off of voters. Now, that same principle, I don't know if we call it the razor's edge principle that we talked about in the last hour, I said, yeah, VPs don't move the needle that much, but when you talk about how you think it might help with a VP, it doesn't yeah. have to help very much, right? If if, if 50,000 people think that you know Christy Noem or, uh, or J.D. Vance or whomever is a great VP and that changes their mind, that could actually change the election. Same thing here applies to the student loan borrowers. You don't have to buy off that many voters in such an explicit quid pro quo way, an unconstitutional way, to maybe buy yourself four more years of the presidency. Two things there, building off what you said. One, this allows Biden, if the Supreme Court strikes it down, to say, I tried to take care mm-hmm. of you. Those awful Republicans on the Supreme Court are the ones who took this benefit away from you. Because once he gives it, then people yeah. are more reactive when it gets taken away. It, it's like Biden is evil Santa Claus yes. here. That's right. Second part on this, b- building on what you just said about how it, it only takes like a pinprick of people to actually potentially adjust the outcome of this election. My theory, and some of you out there can tell can tell me I'm crazy. I understand the argument that Trump has that, by and large, VP choice doesn't matter. Um, 
But my theory here is there are millions of people, and I'm curious if you buy into this theory at all, Buck, and also all of you out there uh, as well. There are millions of people, maybe even tens of millions of people, in the United States that are going to say, eh, I'm not really a Biden guy, eh, I'm not really a Trump guy. And a lot of those same people are going to say, and I don't really like Kamala Harris either. If Trump picked a likable VP, I really do believe that there are potentially millions of voters out there that will say, and again, I'm not talking about the people who are already committed to vote Democrat or Republican, and you could throw out anybody on the ticket, and they're so committed to the team, they're going to show up and vote, right? That's probably 85 90% of the overall electorate. I'm talking about that 10%. I think there are tens of millions of people in America, not consistent voters, not necessarily going to show up, may not make a decision on who to vote for until the last couple of weeks, maybe not even until the week of the election, that would look and say, I don't like Trump, I don't like Biden, I don't like Kamala. That's what all the numbers would reflect. But if Trump could pick a likable VP, they may say, you know what, but I kind of like this person. And I mentioned several different women that I think could be in that likable category. I think Christy Noem could. I think that uh Marsha Blackburn could. I think that um uh I, I think Katie Britt, I'm not hearing anybody talk about her. She's got two kids, Buck, forty two years old, good looking, looks like the kind of family that women would like to have. This is one thing that I like about Ron DeSantis, and I think Ron DeSantis and Casey DeSantis would have had a lot of appeal to people for this reason. You know, we had Gerdusky on Buck, this is a crazy stat. Men have voted for every Republican, majority of men, since 1964. Since LBJ, since right? LBJ, that's a crazy stat. Yeah. I think there are lots of women out there, suburban, college-educated women, that look at families, the kind of people, and I'm part of this crew, so I think about it, Buck, you'll be a part of this crew one day, that send out Christmas cards and put all their kids on the Christmas card. I think a lot of women look at that and say, what a beautiful family. I would like to have a family like that. She looks like my family. I feel connected to that family. Kamala Harris doesn't connect like that. I feel like Trump has an, and by the way, Trump's on, what is it, wife number three? I can see why a lot of women out there are like, hey, you know, like, I don't know necessarily that I buy into wanting to be with a guy who's on wife number three. I'm sure maybe there's a widower out there listening to us who unfortunately has had two different wives or two different husbands die, if you're on the third uh, third uh, lifelong partner and you haven't had a couple of double deaths because it's awful and you just happen to, to, to get awful luck that way, most people out there are like, yeah, I don't want to be married three times. But you've got uh, somebody like Katie Britt, somebody like Marsha Blackburn, who's a grandma, has a beautiful family. I think that could move some of these women. I think they would say, I don't like Trump. I don't like uh Biden. That's going to be very consensus. You're going to hear that a lot from people who are middle of the road. Cool. I don't like Kamala. That's that's who you could appeal to. I think they're it, I think they're grabbable. It's a little bit like people used to discuss, uh, particularly in the early 2000s. You'd hear, and this was the big plus for George W. Bush at the time, right? This is pre all yes. the wars and 9/11. Yep. People would say, oh, he's the kind of guy you want to have a beer with. Correct. The beer test. And you brought that up for yep. women. It might be, you know, 
a matcha latte test, but it's a similar idea. Of I don't even you, know what that is. What is the matcha latte? You've never had a green tea matcha latte? I've never even heard of it. I don't even know what that is. I mean, it's something that flute players really like. I can tell you that. <laughs> I I legitimately have never heard that phrase in my whole life. This is, I have a matcha latte? Yes, it's a real thing. Green tea. It's a tea, matcha. but a latte would be like coffee. This is like a tea, like this is, you, the, your the next time is, you're in South Beach, we're going to get you into a Barry's boot camp class and I've we're going to serve you a matcha latte. Oh, you have been, been to Barry's. Okay. Well, there's a Barry's in Nashville. It's where all the really good looking young women go. Uh, and one of my single guy friends took me to a Barry's boot camp class, uh, with him one time. And I was like, you're not even coming to work out. You're just coming to look at girls. He was like, yeah, basically. So I'm like, okay, I get it. Um, so yeah, I'm sure in South Beach or in Miami where you are, this is probably the best looking, uh, workout group of all time. All, all these moms go in there. They've got three or four kids already and they're all in better shape than me. And I'm like, I don't know. How is this even possible? It yeah, is. no doubt. But, but yes, I mean, on, on some level, I think that women respond to families that they would like to have. They see themselves as a personification of that. I don't know that the Trump people are going to make this decision, and I think this factors in what our our guy, we, we like him, Tim Scott, just got uh, engaged. I think Tim Scott being a single guy and not having a family actually made people less likely to vote for him because people want to see themselves reflected in some way in their leaders and I think if Trump got a woman that would appeal to suburbs, and people got mad at me when I talked about Nikki Haley, I think if Nikki Haley hadn't been an idiot running this campaign to scorched earth, I think it could have been her. Although, you know, she doesn't necessarily have some of the details. Do you, in you her think family. I'm off with this, by the way? Do you think maybe Nikki Haley is just doing the bidding of the donor class because she knows when the dust settles and she doesn't have a job in politics? Better to be on the good side of people that can give her board seats and and speaking gigs. Or is I, that too hard? I I I think that's a part of the book. I think she's also gambling that Trump's going to lose, and then if she runs again in twenty eight, she can be the person who comes out and says, "See, I told you, you should have picked me in twenty four. If Trump wins, I think Nikki Haley's political career is over, because I think if Trump wins in twenty four. Why would you support Nikki Haley in twenty eight based on the way that she has behaved here? I mean, I I. I there are going to be 20 people mm. running in 28 if Trump wins. Even if Trump doesn't win, I think there'll be 20 people running. I think Nikki Haley is sabotaging her career, and I think the theory is that either Trump's going to lose and she will be the person who was the truth teller. I don't know that I buy that, but I think that's one theory. The other one is she's just like, screw it, I'm going to make as much money as I possibly can, and a lot of really super rich people are now my friends, and they're going to take care of me and my family for the rest of my life. I, mean, I think based on the history of what happened after she was U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, it doesn't seem like that much of a stretch to me. I'd also put out there, and, and maybe we can return to this, but it'll be a recurring theme nonetheless. We mentioned um, the Leticia James statement. She's the attorney general for New York, that she will seize Trump buildings. I grew up in New York City, okay, walking around seeing Trump this and Trump Plaza and Trump Tower and Trump International and, you know, all these things. They're going to start just deciding that those are now no longer Trump property. I mean, how, yeah. how is that going to look? What is what is the future? They're going to auction off these Trump buildings. I, I don't know what they think they're going to do, but I think we should return to that because you mentioned this. Trump's popularity has been going up since they've done this to him. I think that this could be another this could be another overstep on there. Maybe oh, yes. it drains resources from him in a way that hurts. Sure, but I do think that it's going to backfire in terms of public opinion because this is now it is not the most 
hardcore far right people who think that Trump is being persecuted. Correct. Trump is being persecuted. That is happening right now. We all see it. No doubt. Uh, value, we'll talk about that when we come back. Valuables in the home need to be protected properly. Could be jewelry, important papers, guns, gold. You want a quality safe to protect all of that. More than two million Americans have chosen Liberty Safe for once in a lifetime purchase. Over 32,000 of them have posted glowing reviews online. American made Liberty Safe. They'll fit anywhere. More than 30 models, two dozen colors, thousands of custom options to help create the safe of your dreams. These safes are guaranteed for life, and if it's ever damaged in an attempted break-in or a fire, your Liberty Safe will be replaced for free. The best warranty out there you can get. I want you to check it out. They have every different type. Buck's got Liberty Safe. I'm getting a Liberty Safe. You can find one that works for you. Shop LibertySafe.com slash radio for a customized Fortress Strong Liberty Safe. Use the coupon, coupon code RADIO. For a 10% discount for supporting Liberty Safe, it's made in America by Americans. You'll also get a free $60 value locking gun vault with your Liberty Safe purchase reserved exclusively for members of this audience. Again, go to libertysafe.com slash radio. That's libertysafe.com slash radio. Use that promo code radio. The best way to get yourself set up right now with a brand new Liberty Safe to protect what you care about the most in your home in terms of property and possessions and privacy settings, libertysafe.com slash radio. 24, a new podcast from Clay and Buck covering all things election. Episodes drop Sundays at noon Eastern. Find it on the free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. 
the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Welcome back into Clay and Buck. We had mentioned before the Attorney General for the State of New York, Letitia James, who ran on a platform of going after Donald Trump. That should sit with everyone very poorly. A law enforcement figure who's saying, elect me, I'll go get that bad guy who is the former president. Um, but here she is saying, 25, that... She's going to seize Trump buildings if he doesn't pay up the $340 million. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court. And we will ask the judge to seize his assets. Clay, I mean, there's so much here, but if they can do this to Trump, and I'm talking about the civil case now, so put, everyone, put all the other stuff aside. In this civil case in New York, if they can do this to Trump, they can destroy anyone's business who challenges the apparatus. They can do it to anyone listening. They can do it to anyone out there. That's why I'm saying, if you have the ability, get your resources out of blue states and get them to red states. Just talking with Buck off air, the growth that you're seeing in the state of Florida, in my home state of Tennessee, and in Texas, no state income tax, pro-business Red state environments, you want to be here in the next 25 years. You want your family to be here. If you have the opportunity and you're sitting around right now in L.A., in Chicago, in New York City, you don't want to be there with where they are headed, in my opinion, if you've got a family and you've got assets that are movable, get them out and get them out now. If your next cell phone is a Samsung, now's the time to switch to Pure Talk service. Pure Talk will give you a free Samsung 5G smartphone. They're not going to hold you up for some four-line requirement. There's not going to be some hidden activation fee. You get a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just $35 a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America, for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's ex- expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. All you have to do, dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck, and claim your eligibility for your free, brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and so- uh, sir, sorry, save on your wireless bill today. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, make the switch to Pure Talk like I did. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. All right, let's have a little bit of fun here. Buck, there is a story out that has gone viral, and everybody is writing about it, and everybody is clicking on it, and everybody is reacting to it. The airport in Orlando, Florida, now allows people to shop, eat, 
and visit without having a ticket. That is, in other words, you are not going to get on an airplane. And I'm reading from Mike Gunzelman's article at OutKick, uh, and he starts off by <laughs> by saying, the Orlando airport is now welcoming all psychopaths and weirdos by offering a new pass that allows anyone to visit Terminal C, even if you don't have a ticket. Uh, you still have to go through airport security, but you are now allowed to experience the C terminal and actually be able to eat or drink there. Some people are saying that they like going to an airport restaurant or an airport bar. This has turned into a huge battle. Is this the worst decision ever? Or do you think there is a justification for this to occur? By the way, everybody on the uh, on the crew here in New York, I'm interested in what you guys would say on this too, Buck. Would you ever go to an airport for any reason other than to fly? Quick thing, little preface to this. I forgot to tell you from my latest visit to South Carolina, which every time I go there, I'm like, I love South Carolina. I might have to live here. But anyway, put that aside because um, it's such a, I just, everything, I love this state so much. But people there, a few of them came up to me at the big party, at the Admiral's party. They're like, hey, you and Clay, I got to say, I like everything you guys say. You know, I love the show, all that good stuff. This whole not picking up relatives at the airport thing, though. People are still fired up We about got this. lit up on that, just so you know. <laughs> lit up. So many of our people were like, but I want to say, picking someone up at the Charleston airport is a universe away from driving to JFK during rush hour in New York City or something, right? So I don't really, know anybody who would go to LAX voluntarily who is listening to us right now. To your point, New York City airports, like I just went to Panama City Beach, right? The Panama City Beach airport has like six gates. So if you're judging like a tiny airport where you can easily pull up, yeah. And it, or there's a cell phone it, waiting area. It, there's a the big real difference. test is, are we talking major international airport with traffic on a regular basis? Chicago, Atlanta, LA, yes, New York. Exactly. No, no, no. I'm not going. Uh, all right. So, okay. So, so would now you, you go to an airport. Um, no, I, I, absolutely not. Although, although I will say the Delta terminal in New York LaGuardia has Fantastic. gotten really nice. LaGuardia and it used to be, used to be a like a world gray, hellhole. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You're 100% was, right on this. It was actually it one of the funniest to be a greyhound. I used to feel like I was in a greyhound bus, bus terminal. Yeah, totally. It was awful. LaGuardia so, so is it, really, really nice now. Trump back in the day was even making funny comments about how, like, we have the worst airports in New York, the worst ever. And he was totally right. LaGuardia has gotten a lot better. Um, and I remember, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had, uh, I, I have a couple friends who, who told me, that Union Station, now it's confusing because there are multiple Union Stations. There are there's one in Baltimore, there's one in D.C., but Union Station, D.C., which is now, again, I think, unfortunately, a lot of homeless and unsafe. But 10 years ago, people were having their proms there. So there is some, so that's a train station where people because yeah. it's a, you know, it's a landmark building. It's actually very beautiful. And as long as it's clean and safe, it's a kind of place where they would use it as an event space. So I could see how people would start to think if you were in the neighborhood, maybe if they had great shopping and great food. I don't want to discount that this is, but in general, I find airports to be among the most depressing places to spend time. So I tend to find myself alongside the commenters who are saying, why would you go to an airport unless you're flying or meeting somebody there? Okay, so when we were in Australia, 
I was having a conversation with my kids about this. They couldn't believe it. In Australia, you don't have to have a ticket to enter the terminal. You can still go meet someone at the gate when they arrive. And my boys, who are 16, 13, and 9, they couldn't believe that pre-9-11, it was very common that when you went to the airport, you would park, you would go through security, and you would be waiting at the gate for your friend or family member to actually get off the plane. Uh, they couldn't believe it. You can still do that in Australia. I actually don't have a problem with trying to go back to that era, other than the fact that TSA lines are already messes. So my first thought on this is, I've been to the Orlando airport. Uh, we've been to Disney. We've been to Universal with the kids. The Orlando airport often gets backed up, the, the security lines, in a miserable fashion. Much like, Buck, where you are now down in South Florida, the friggin' Fort Lauderdale airport, when the cruise ships come in, you're standing behind thousands of people in line. So to me, when I think about this, I just think it makes everything worse for everybody. If there are people not actually getting on the uh, planes, the lines are going to get long. Now, the other thing I would say, though, is I think we went back in the day, and some people tell me I'm crazy for remembering this. I think we had a field trip to the airport at my elementary school when I was a kid. We legit got on the, you know, big yellow school buses and they took us to the Nashville airport and they just showed us around. And the idea was because a lot of kids at that time in the 1980s, you might not get on an airplane very often. And it was, Hey, let us show you what an airport is actually like for kids that might not be able to go to an airport and to and get on a flight. So a part of me, one, I hate the idea of the TSA line getting longer. A second part of me thinks, if you had a five- or six-year-old and they really liked airplanes and they thought that it was cool, but maybe you're not somebody who's traveling or doesn't have the resources or the money to be able to do it, I can see how with a little kid they could think a trip to the airport where you get to stand and look at all the airplanes and everything else would actually be, and you eat at a McDonald's or whatever they have in the food court, would actually be an awesome way. It's like a trip to the zoo for a little kid if they actually like airports. Does that make sense? So I can think about it from a parent perspective. That's really the only way. The idea of an adult by myself or on a date going to an airport (laughs) terminal sounds like the worst date of all time. Yeah, I think there are probably worse dates, but not. it's not a great date. I I would agree. I mean, if a guy said to you, hey, babe, and you're listening to us in Orlando right now, I've got the perfect date. We're going to go to an airport bar you should be concerned that you're going to get drugged and kidnapped and that the person that you're with is actually a cannibal, He's, in my humble opinion. Or, or maybe sells your organs on the black market. Yeah, or something. it's like yeah. you're basically but, dating Jeffrey Dahmer. what if Donner. they're going to take you to the... Have you ever tried one of the little places where they do the massage on the neck, you know? You know what I mean? The little No, thing because that, it's always, to me, feels like super <laughs> weird. If someone can watch me... I would totally do that. If someone can watch me be massaged... It feels super like I understand there are people who are like, oh, I'm going to lay out on the beach and I'm going to get them. I don't want anybody. I've, I've only done one massage in my life because you guys told me that I needed to go do a massage. Yeah. And so Laura and I got couples massage, which, by the way, wasn't even together. She went to one person and I went to the other person in a different room, which seems like not a couple's massage at all. So just FYI. Second part on this, I don't want anybody looking at somebody rubbing, you know, like my hamstring. Like, it feels very strange that, that there would be an audience 
I see these people in the airport getting, mas- getting massages and I'm like, what? Like you have no decency. It's like the same thing where they have those feet massage things. You see those where they have like the fish that eat off your feet or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? That freaks me out a little bit. It eats the dead skin off your feet. Oh, yeah, I'm not just, sure. Super those gross. fish create waste. I'll just let you know. It's really not very sanitary. And, to do and that, by the way, not, know. not a good job for the fish either. I mean, I don't, I don't know, know about the, the fish, fish hierarchy. Like it. I think your I think your flaky I, feet taste good to the fish. I hope oh, no one's eating lunch right now. But why do you need to watch people do it? Like, why would that be? I don't want to be watching people get massage. Now, I don't think it's no. like people pay extra to watch the fish eat your feet. Like, that's not no, a thing. No, no, but I'm saying the entire business model seems predicated on the idea that they have fish eat your feet in the middle of a mall. I I, like, I never see it anywhere else. I mean, I don't know if I've had this done or not with the fish, but it kind of tickles. Just telling you. Oh, you're a bit, this is, you're just spending thousands of dollars a year on fish to eat your feet. It's going to come out. <laughs> The way you say you make it sound like a barracuda comes up and bites off your toe. They're little tiny fish. I don't fish. know how that, if I were donating money, right, if I were a loan officer at a bank and somebody came into me and they said, Mr. Travis, I've got a brilliant business idea. I need to borrow $30,000 to set up my fish eat people's feet business in the center of a mall. I think that anyone who ever gave any money to anyone with that business plan should be fired on the spot for being an imbecile. I have no idea how it works, but it, I, and why you would do it in the center part of the mall, right? Like I, I don't get it at all. But I mean, just think about all the years you've you've covered professional sports, for example. Those guys are getting rubdowns after the big game on their quads and hammies by guys named Bob and Phil and Tom all the time. The team yeah, trainer all the time. million dollar athletes who have to perform at a peak level. You're a fat person with a roller bag in the Detroit airport. <laughs> I don't need to see you getting worked on in the terminal. You know, all this, all this physique elitism. I think, you no, know, I'm just saying we... like, you know, like there's a reason this is my whole thing with Sports Illustrated. There's a reason why they have good-looking people in bathing suits in Sports Illustrated. Buck, you and me don't need to be posing in bathing suits in Sports Illustrated. Nobody's going to be like, you know what I want? I want the bathing suit those two fat guys on the radio wear. I feel like I'm going to buy that. black tie these days. Yeah. Too many. So, I, I, I mean, mean, more layers. More layers is better. That's I'm right. In Miami. Like, there is, and the same thing happened. I, You know, they lost a billion dollars or whatever the heck they did when Victoria's Secret decided, you know what we need? We need to put fat people in lingerie. That'll sell more lingerie. No, people want to aspire to look better than they do. I don't want to buy something of somebody that looks like me. Uh, God, I, I want to make myself think that I'm going to look better in whatever I'm buying. I, I'm still waiting for, remember, like, there are different cultures back in the day where uh being uh, girthful was a sign of your wealth and prestige. Yeah. I'm waiting for that to make a comeback. That'd be pretty I don't awesome. think it's ever going to come back. Now Ozempic no, is is out there and people are spending tons of money to lose uh weight like crazy. But yes, if they had back in the day of like Henry the Eighth, which I'm I'm reading about all the kings in the 13 and 1400s. Well, he was young and athletic and strong, but we just think of him when he was old and fat and having his wives' heads lopped off, which is that's very right. Bad. He fell apart, but it's because over time he got to eat so much good food that most people that that you were able to brag basically based on your fatness that you had enough food to eat when most people were scrounging to be able to live. And they had to deal with whatever, what's the uh, gout? They had to deal with eating so much unhealthy food that they ended up with health-related issues associated gout, with it. Gout is genetic, 
not actually the result of Isn't it also partly based on what you eat? I think the food may trigger it, but gout is almost entirely genetic is my understanding. Do people still get gout like they did back in the day? Yes. Yes, Oh, it's still a big deal. But I think they can handle a little bit more. Anyone out there who knows more about gout than us, call in. How do we claim? You just, we went off the track. We went, you know, through a farmer's market. Ended up somehow in the midst of like a high school soccer game with this car. Like we're going all over the place. Speaking of gout, scurvy, I've been reading about lately because I was reading about Magellan. You know, all they had to do was give people orange slices oh, and it took yeah. like 400 years for people to figure it out. Not even lemons, orange slices, any, uh, wild celery. Vitamin C. Work, all, yeah. Anything with vitamin C. You, you, you're going to love the, I just, I just ripped through that book, The Wager, which a lot of people have been reading. It's huge on Amazon. Really good read. And it goes into the whole skirt. Dude, skirt, people die from it. Dying from oh, scurvy is like a slow wasting. It's bad, bad. And stuff. they had no idea what was causing it. And all the rich, uh, people on the ship were able to eat more, better food and often didn't have issues. And by the way, there's an argument out there that China, which was hundreds of years ahead of everybody with naval aviation before they decided that the uh, naval, uh, uh, not aviation, obviously, but the, with the naval ships that they were building. And then they just decided we're not going to explore the world anymore. But there is uh, reports, and they think it's true, that the Chinese were aware in like a thousand of how to cure scurvy, and it didn't make its way to Europe until the 1500s, 1600s. It's kind of crazy to think about, read about. Uh, look, speaking of history, if you've got a family history that you care about and that you like to share, and that uh, you want to make sure that your kids and grandkids, maybe your great-grandkids, maybe the heirs that you have not even produced yet, that they know your family history, whether it's from slides, old VHS tapes, maybe it's even film reels back in the day before the VHS even existed. Don't you want to preserve that? A lot of family members right now, you know how they preserve the history? Somebody in your family has boxes and boxes of pictures up in the attic or down in their basement or somewhere where... You don't even know where it is. It could vanish at any moment. Maybe that person is you. Maybe you are the keeper of the family heirlooms and the family history. Why don't you preserve that digitally forever? Take care of that concern. Over a million and a half families have benefited from Legacy Box. They're based in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Tan and I spent a lot of time in when I was a kid. My mom is from there. They got hundreds of employees, the largest collection of VCRs, probably anywhere in America right now. They can take care of all of your old memories, digitally transfer them, preserve them forever. We've done it. You'll love it. You can do it, too. You get back all your originals. Here's how you get hooked up. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Save 50%. That's LegacyBox.com slash Clay. 50% off the regular prices. Get hooked up today with preserving your family's memories for decades to come. LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Heard it on the show? Hear more on the podcast. Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives. More content, more common sense. Find the guys on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcast. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling 
wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Closing up shop on Clay and Buck. Great time to tell you uh, to check out the Clay, Travis, and Buck Section Show podcast. Uh, and you do that by downloading the iHeart Radio app, which is my favorite audio app of all. Uh, it's free. Listen to us there on demand. Also, all kinds of great iHeart music stations. You want to listen to music. So, really, it's uh, many... Many things in one you get with that app. So you should all have that app on your smartphone. Uh, subscribe to us. You get uh, Carol Markowitz, Tudor Dixon, Clay and Buck, Buck Brief. Clay has teased he might be doing some more fun stuff soon, maybe some long-form interviews. Um, we have some other folks who maybe will be joining that podcast network soon, too. So it's a rich, a content-rich environment. Uh, do we want to get to VIP emails or calls, Clay? I'll let you... Uh... I'll trust you on the emails. All right. I have not Here read go. them, so if you've got good ones, fire away I with I got them. some good ones. Um, Willis writes, Dear Clay and Buck, back in the 70s, my older friends would take chicks out to the airport and park in lots at the end of the runway. This was quite productive as a move, if I remember. Best, Professor Will... I think people okay. still do the whole park by an airport and watch like planes World. take off. Yeah. Remember? But, yeah. yeah. But I don't, th- that's different than going to a terminal and visiting the airport, right? Like oh, you're man. in the car trying to make out with a chick probably and you're like, look at that amazing I'm, plane take off. I, I don't know. I'm sorry, man. I just, I just realized, um, I just told, I just got us totally blown up again. The pick up your relatives at the airport mafia. <laughs> they've come. They've all, all the VIP emails that we're, we're getting lit up right now by. How could you? How could you? That's the tone. That's not I'm necessarily not, the quote. I, I'm telling you. Look, I picked up my 16 year old at the airport at 
2 a.m. recently, coming back from one of his high school trips. My argument was, if you Jesus are a assets. grown adult and you aren't actually, uh, you know, like elderly, you should be able to handle getting yourself to and from the airport. And that you are putting that responsibility onto somebody else. Like, I don't want my parents, who are 80, to be obligated to come pick me up at the airport. Like, I should be able to yeah. get out on my own. I just, everybody, there's this thing, it's called Uber. It's great yes. for relatives, though. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel the Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home, the foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.